You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Hello and welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis for another week. My name's Willem van Denderen and of course, as always, we are joined by the CEO of the Waikato Racing Club, Andrew Butch Castles. Butch, welcome back for another week. Yeah, g'day William. How you d- William, how are you doing? Very well, thank you Butch. Now before we proceed, of course, we do uh, need to acknowledge and pass on the, uh, the sad and untimely passing of Megan Taylor this week who uh, has lost her life aged just 26 at Ashburton. Yeah, absolute uh, tragedy for the industry, the Australasian industry. It's just so uh, felt by everyone when a jockey loses their life. Megan, a young girl making her way in the game. She'd ridden 16 winners. She was very passionate about her horses previously from an equestrian background. And absolute tragedy that will touch so many, particularly in what is a close-knit South Island racing community. And they'll be feeling it very, very hard uh, over the coming uh, days, weeks, months and years. Just so very sad and underlines what a, a, a dangerous occupation being a jockey is. And and uh, each time they go out there, they... Um, you know, they need to be as safe as they can be. Just so very, very sad. No, well said, Butch. Uh, vale to uh, to Megan and thoughts with her family. It can seem a little bit crude at times to uh, proceed with the racing, but that's what we will do today. We will keep her, though, closely in our thoughts. We're heading to Tairapa Racing Club this Saturday where we will see the addition of the Group 3 Eulogy Stakes, which was transferred uh, after an unfortunate abandonment at Awapuni last weekend. We'll also be checking out all the action at Trentham Racecourse with two group races on the card, the Group 2 Manawatu Challenge Stakes and, of course, the feature race, the Group 3 Manawatu Cup. On that note, with two big chances lining up in the cup, we welcome Lisa Latter to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Lisa, welcome to the program. Good morning. Morning, Lisa. Uh, yep, Manawatu Cup Day uh, tomorrow at Trentham. A little bit different. You've got a big arsenal of horses to get through. So let's start two-year-old race. Gee, they're small fields, two-year-olds, both in the CD and the north at the moment. We wonder when they're going to come out. But you've got a couple, Pignan and Love Tania. I thought Pignan was really good in running third last time in a strong form race. Yeah, look, both her runs have been very good. Um, She's got back in both starts. Um, Just hoping that she'll jump better from the barriers tomorrow. Um, But she trained on really well, and um, she's a promising fellow. And the first starter, Love Tania, the Stefanos uh, filly. Look, she's a real little professional. Look, obviously quite a big ask. Um, we thought it was going to be on her home track, but going to Wellington across the junction for the first time, that will be a big ask. But like I said, she is a professional and she does everything right. This is dramatic. Uh, really good uh, filly, this one. We've seen her uh, at uh, the top of her game in stakes company. Comes into this race quite nicely weighted under the set weight and penalty conditions. Freshened up, got a nice barrier draw. Uh, I thought she might be just hard enough to beat in race two, Lisa. Yeah, look, she was jarred up, obviously, um, in, in the group um, group one, 2,000 guineas afterwards. We give her um, a couple of weeks in the paddock. She's freshened up really nicely. Um, obviously, a bit of moisture around doesn't doesn't worry her too much. Um, and she is, she looks fantastic. 1,200 metres ultimately might be a touch short of her best, but in that fresh state, should be no worries at Trentham, which can be like 13 or 1,400, can't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I said, just that little bit of give in the ground, that really suits her, and um, she, she does look great. Race three, Lisa, Henmi Ridapest, who got the job done down south in Platinum Assault, who's had 
The one run back, how did we separate them? Oh, look, um, Platinum Assault had no luck at all. He's caught wide first up. Obviously, um, both of them need a better track, so we'll be just keeping an eye on that. Um, Hemi Rudapest just didn't handle the track at Rickerton um, on that last day, so just looking for a bit better track conditions for both of them. Lured in race four. Look, they've been going some good races. Gets a barrier draw, should be able to get a nice run over 2,200 metres, and it's probably one that wouldn't mind the rain. Yeah, it doesn't mind a bit of moisture. I think he just found the 2.5 just a bit too far at this stage. Um, he's still he's a staying horse, obviously, and probably just not quite strong enough to get much past the 2.2 at the moment. So um, from the nice draw, he's going to get a good trip. Mm. Race 5, the interwin.co.nz. Couple of chances, Amosia and Prioress, both last start winners. Um, and uh, look, Prioress has always shown plenty of promise. Yes, she has. Look, we had a few problems with her at the end of last campaign. Um, so we've just kept her on the fresh side, going to keep her at sort of those sprinting 12, 1400 metre races. Um, she certainly does look great at the moment. Um, a bit of moisture won't worry her, as long as it doesn't get too wet. And obviously, Amosia just throw The more rain about, the better she goes. Um, she's a good little galloper. Mm, bases covered there. Race number seven, one of the features. The Manawatu Challenge Stakes, Old Town Road, since coming into your care, has been absolute model of consistency. Uh, 1,400 metres, I would have thought now, ideal for him. Yeah, look, we've had to freshen up just through. There was no 1,400 metre races around, so we've freshened him to go a couple of 1,200 metres. Um, and he has, he's gone good races, um, but he just finds the 12 a little bit too sharp. Um, so the step back up to the 14 is going to suit him down to the ground. Obviously, any rain around, won't he, he won't mind. And race, uh, same race, you've got Belle Claire. Gee, she was really good down south. Uh, Lisa, Michael McNabb uh, sticks with the ship, got the good barrier draw. Uh, no reason why I wouldn't think she could be competitive if she can find her best. Yeah, look, um, she just looks fantastic. We get her quite jump out on Tuesday. She's a mare that um, she holds a bit of condition. You've got to keep the work up to her. But um, we put the tongue tie on her last start, rode her a touch more patiently. She's got a nice draw to be able to just sit in behind the speed. Um, and she's won at Wellington before. Mm. Feature the Humphreys Construction Manawatu Cup. You've got uh, double-handed here in both of them. Big chances. Firstly, number one, Platinum Invader. Great to see him back after a long break. He's run two really good races. Is he getting somewhere near peak? Not getting somewhere near it, that's for sure. Um, still carrying a bit of weight again tomorrow. Um, obviously, um, looking for a better track. Don't know if we're going to get it tomorrow, but um, he's going to have to take his place to be ready for the Queen Elizabeth. So, But happy with his work. He looks fantastic. The one the money's come for, Lisa Charm Star. She's been knocking on the door. We know she loves Trentham. She went a massive race in the Oaks there of her year. Third, two starts ago, second last time. Well, if it goes according to Hoyle, does she get the win this time? Look, providing they don't get too much rain down there, she doesn't mind a sort of dead to flow track. You get much worse than that. Um, she she is a mare that can get up and travel a bit keen on those really off tracks, and that can be the undoing of her. And hopefully Michael can get her to settle nicely and switch off. And um, look, the, the two four is going to suit her down to the ground. And the big confines of Trentham, as we say, she likes it there. Into the last, uh, Lisa, you've got uh, three in this. And Bellardo Boy, been racing in uh, consistent form. 
Yeah, um, we're just having a couple of niggles with him. We'll just have to see how he is tomorrow morning. Um, he might be um, lucky to take his place. Sacred Pearl was uh, better last time in running third? Yeah, look, she was a lot better. It was a good field. It was a long time in between races for her. Um, she, she likes, she goes well at Wellington. So, um, yeah, expecting another bold run. Probably drawn in the right place for the last race. As is Apache Ann, who was massive and braining them in the last uh, last time we were at Trentham. Look, she got away from the start. She did a bit of work. They vetted her. She was vetted, clear to run. And then she just ran away and hid the last bit. Gee, she might be a promising mare, this one, Lisa. Yeah, she is. Look, she's just kept kept improving from the time I got her from then. Um, she just kept going forward in the right direction in every way. And um, she did win well. And um, she's worked well since. Okay, righto, we'll put it on you. What's the one I can uh, buy a Christmas present for Hunter and Frankie with? I quite like the two-year-old and the first pignon. Good on you, Lisa. Thanks for your time. Good luck and uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Yes, and to you guys. Thank you. Lisa Latter there. Stick around on Breakfast with the Kiwis. On the other side, we'll be joined by a voice that we all know and love, George Simon. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Willem van Denderen and Butch Castles with you. And joining us is a man who needs no introduction, New Zealand's favourite race caller, George Simon. George, welcome back to the program. Yeah, thanks, Willem, and uh, yeah, nice to be joining you and uh, the Butcher as we uh, look forward to the uh, meeting at uh, Tirapa tomorrow. An interesting day, too. It uh, should be a pretty good day. Hopefully the weather plays its part. Yeah, George, it's going to be a weather watch. Of course, we've had rain pretty much uh, off and on during the week. we got rain, as you know. Gee, it must have been going back to last Saturday here at Tirapa. must have been awfully difficult during the J-Swap sprint. You were flat seeing them at one stage. I had to uh, rely on my innate ability to tell lies, Andrew, and always sound as if I know what I'm talking about. I couldn't see them. I could not see them at one stage. I even turned around and looked at the uh, television and, and the box and the commentary box, and uh, yeah, I couldn't see anything on that as well. So it was um, had a couple of those recently uh, last Friday at Tauranga as well. We had a similar situation. So yeah, the weather you wouldn't think it was summer, that's for sure uh, at this stage, but. Um, Hopefully it can uh, improve and we look forward to a great day yesterday, of course, or tomorrow, of course. But um, yesterday, the news, just a tragic butcher. And uh, obviously, like the rest of New Zealand racing and the community in general, uh, we extend our deepest condolences to the uh, family of of Megan Taylor. That is uh, just so, so sad. And everyone's entitled to come home after a day at work. Um, She didn't. uh, So, yeah, it's just, you know, my, my thoughts and uh, prayers are with uh, her family and friends. Just so, so tragic. Absolutely, absolute uh, terrible uh, circumstances, and and uh, so so soon on the back of uh, Taiki Yanagida as well. It's um, it's uh, a really difficult time for uh, everyone involved, and particularly those in that close knit community in the South Island uh, that are uh, were Megan's workmates and friends, and uh, so very, very tragic. Uh, race two tomorrow, George, uh, nationwide livestock mile, and there's a short price favourite here, White Noise. He's uh, put together a good record, very competitive uh, in Melbourne in a couple of races, and if the real uh, White Noise turned up, be awfully hard to beat. 
Yeah, this is a good field too. We see uh, the former Derby winner Asterix come uh, back after a long layoff as well. We've got uh, horses like Field of Gold on Sierra in the race as well and Paisley Park. But yeah, I think that the money is well placed here with White Noise. As you say, he was uh, very good in uh, yes, more, a brief campaign over the uh, Melbourne Spring Carnival. And that's great form recommendation for a race like this. He'll be very competitive over the uh, 1,600 metres. And uh, obviously the money is on as well. So Kelsey Hannon teaming up once again with Andrew Forsman. They've got a, an enviable strike rate when they do combine. And I think uh, White Noise looks the obvious one. But I'll be paying uh, some close watch to Asterix in particular to see how the uh, Derby winner comes back in his first run uh, since winning the Derby. Back, trolled up, trolled up pretty well last time too. So... Uh, look, he'll be better as he gets out over ground, but uh, class might take him somewhere there on uh, Saturday. Lodge Commercial Stayers, race number five. Uh, George, thought this was a pretty uh, open race and uh, maybe Hula Beat on the strength of its last couple be pretty competitive again. I've been taken, Butcher, by the, the last two winning performances of number 12, Poser, the mayor by Ocean Park. She's trained by a young trainer in Curtis Pertab. He's a good horseman. And uh, Tegan Newman uh, takes the ride once again aboard Poser. Just the way she has won her last couple, uh, it's been pretty impressive. I know this is a step up in grade for her today, tomorrow, but I think the 2,200 metres will be right up her alley. And in what is uh, another very even field, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Poser can make it three in a row. It's hard to do, especially when they're going through the grades. But yeah, I've just been taken by the way that uh, she's attacked the line in her last two wins, and maybe she could go three in a row tomorrow. Mm. Feature uh, the Lawnmaster Eulogy. You didn't uh, weren't going to be calling the Lawnmaster Eulogy on a card like this, but circumstances conspired to uh, this race needing to be transferred to out of last Saturday. Obvious uh, place to move it to the north where the majority of the horses were in the race from. And gee, it's a competitive race. I really struggled to do the form here. I didn't know which uh, way to go. So many last start minute winners, so many uh, fillies with plenty of upside and uh, a really competitive race. Yeah, that sums it up beautifully, Butcher. It's, um, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting race, the Lawnmaster Eulogy States. Uh, you, you look at the highest rated filly in the race, which is number one, Seth Mays. Uh, she, she's won them in, in, uh, earlier on in her career, the filly by Darren. She's going to be pretty competitive. But a couple that uh, I was taken with uh, from the last last uh, winning efforts, the first one is number seven, In The Loop. I know this is a significant rise in class to what it beat at uh, its most recent start in the maiden race at Avondale. But see, the way it won, In The Loop, is going to be a very competitive chance. I think add a little bit of value in the eulogy tomorrow. Uh, the other one that's impressed me was uh, the one that had just the one start and one the other day at Hawke's Bay, number 10, sealed with a kiss. She's beautifully bred by Tarzino out of the good former good race mare and Postman's daughter. I thought she had a lot of upside uh, on the strength of that debut win last time out and significantly will be ridden by uh, Opie Bosson. Uh, good to have Opie back in the saddle. And, yeah, I thought sealed with a kiss is not the worst chance in the race. You have to respect uh, number one, South Mays, but... Yeah, I thought in the loop wasn't the worst at value on the strength of a very impressive win last time out. Mm, won't mind uh, a little bit of moisture around from what we saw last time either. So, uh, yeah, a really strong betting race. Race number eight, the Brecken Farms, New Zealand Breeder of the Year. <coughs> Excuse me, another tough race uh, to get the head around, uh, I thought. But Cool Change was really good in a much stronger field last time behind Faithful Feet, who came out and won again in that race we alluded to where you couldn't see them. 
and if Cool Change replicated that performance, uh, it'd be pretty hard to beat. I agree. I think it's it's the one they have to all have to beat here. Number five, Cool Change, nicely drawn too. Should get an economical run uh, just off the speed. And Warren Kennedy certainly uh, making every post a winner since relocating here to New Zealand. I do like Cool Change. A couple more to, to throw into the mix for a little bit of value. I uh, think Yellow Jersey's a horse that's on the improve. Recent form has been outstanding. Has a terrible barrier draw, but with scratching uh, scratchings will come in obviously with uh, the balance coming out. Um, and all the others, I thought two Mickey Podtides when it uh, counties two starts ago had a lot of merit. This is another very even betting race and, uh, and an even field as well. But yeah, I agree with you, Butcher. I thought five cool changes definitely, especially with the barrier draw, is going to be right in the mix here. We might as well look at the last as well, George. Everyone loves to back the winner of the last, the Lodge. Nobody knows Hamilton like us, Mile and. Anyone that saw Cascatella's run last time at Pukekohe would have been amazed. They would have to go back and make sure it was the same horse that was sort of half pie detached at metres, but somehow got up and ran third. It was huge, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And the previous start, when it won two, it was it was pretty impressive as well. But that last start performance, look, obviously the barrier menace would have to improve because it just can't afford to give them such a big start. But it was an enormous run to finish on for third uh, last time out. And, uh, yeah, she's one of the more interesting runners in the race. I do like another filly in the race, though, number 14, See the Light. Uh, the form around here is pretty solid. The filly by a stern. Uh, she finished fourth in the uh the good race at Tirapa recently, of course, the three-year-old race and behind Whitecak, and, and that was a, an, an enormous run from See the Light. So, yeah, couples are certainly put in the mix. And you're right, everybody likes going home uh, winner, and hopefully we can uh, one of those horses can win the last two uh, so that we've tipped the winner of the last, Butcher. Yeah, that'd be nice. Good on you, George. Thanks for your time, and uh, we look forward to catching up on track. All the best, mate. Cheers, mate. George Simon there. Butch, we are just about out of time, my friend, but lay it all on the line. Where can we, uh, where can we make some coin this weekend? Who are your, uh, your one or two best? Well, surely George and I couldn't both be wrong, so we'll go race eight here at Tirapa, number five, Cool Change, from the Peter and Dawn Williams stable, Warren Kennedy flying in the pigskin at the moment, and I saw no reason why Alan Sharrick couldn't win again with Darcy LaBella. She's dead set flying at the moment and get conditions to suit. So that's race seven at Trentham, number eight, Darcy LaBella. In 30 seconds, Butch, what are your uh, your Christmas plans? Obviously spent with the family. Do you get away at all or uh, stay within your uh, your neighbourhood? No, we'll be building towards uh, New Year's Day here at Tarapa. Of course, Ellerslie out of play being remodelled and reconstructed. So we need to race Somewhere, and it's at Tarapa. So looking forward to a massive day of racing at Tarapa New Year's Day. Well done, Butch. Thank you once again. Thank you to Lisa Ladder, George Simon. We'll speak to you again next week on Breakfast with the Kiwis.